Warning! The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today, be discussing season one episode three titled fine feathered fakes uh in this episode the penguin shows up having just been released from prison and he starts to pull off a bunch of seemingly random umbrella related crimes in service of one larger caper First off, just in general, I adore Burgess Meredith as the Penguin. This is the first time we've seen him in this series. We will see him many, many, many more times, and for good reason. He is magnificent in this role. Uh, He's so amazing to watch, like all the other good villains in this series he plays this character with such charisma and such tongue-in-cheek-eatness if that is a word and in his performance he embodies everything i love about that character in general so damn perfectly while at the same time being outlandish and cartoony with it as is the demand for this series. Just like Frank Gorshin as the Riddler. Yes, he does play it cartoony here, but if he were alive today and you asked him to play a more serious version of the Penguin, he could probably pull it off. I have complete and utter faith in him that he could do that if that were to have happened while he was alive, unfortunately. He has passed away, but if that were to have happened, I think that would have been every bit as fantastic as watching his cartoony version of the Penguin. He's certainly a lot better than Danny DeVito, that's for sure. Jesus Christ. Go back, watch Batman Returns, it's not as good as you remember it. It's not good, period. What the hell was Tim Burton thinking with that? But anyway, Burgess Meredith... I think the best Penguin we've ever received, period. He is extraordinary in this role. So, to get into the episode specifically, we start off with the opening scene. Uh, Riddler's goons stand outside a jewelry shop and hand out free umbrellas to all the passers-by. And then once they get rid of all the umbrellas, they leave immediately. And apparently everyone who got a free umbrella, was going into this jewelry store. No one was going anywhere else. This is the only place worth going to on this entire block, I guess. 
you know what? Just go with it. If there's one thing I've learned from my viewings of this series, it's just don't don't question anything. It all just works. It all just works the way everyone plans it all the time. Just whatever. But anyway, they they all go into the jewelry store. And the jewelry store staff are kind of suspicious because of the free umbrellas with the prize inside. Just like, this sounds pretty sketchy, which turns out they were right to think that because the umbrellas all open up and there's pyrotechnics on the inside. So I guess just like a mini fireworks display, burning of everything. Oh my god, it's Armageddon. But the penguin doesn't use this opportunity to do any form of holdup. There's a huge umbrella attack. Attack of the killer umbrellas. But nothing is really accomplished from it, as it would seem. Uh, so with all this combined, of course, the self-loathing GCPD calls in Batman. Who, at Wayne Manor... Bruce is teaching Dick French, and they go into, this is another thing I love about this series, the totally unnecessary moral lessons, the totally unnecessary teaching moments of the show, where Dick's learning French and is frustrated because it's like, why do I need to learn French? And Bruce goes into this whole thing about world peace or whatever, and Dick's like, gosh, Bruce, you're right. I'm going to learn French if it kills me. And then they hear about the Batman thing, and they rush into action, 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 Dick giving Anne Harriet the garbage excuse of, we heard the bass are biting again. By the way, I haven't talked about Anne Harriet yet. She is the most annoying character. (laughs) She is nothing. There's no reason for her to be in this show, and yet she is, and she's the worst. Uh, But anyway... (laughs) Bass are biting again. Code for Batman and Robin are needed. Uh, they go through all the stuff, and it's the same thing we see in the beginning of literally every single episode of this show without any form of variation. So anyway, Commissioner Gordon, Chief O'Hara, and all the rest uh, give Batman the uh, quick recap of everything that has happened. And... The first thought that comes to Batman's mind is, maybe this is a practical joke. Maybe Riddler has been reformed. Or not Riddler. Maybe Penguin has been reformed in prison. And this is just a practical joke that happens to look like Penguin. Okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I can see that. Fine. So, Commissioner Gordon anticipated this question, which I'm not sure how, but whatever. And called the warden of the prison, who is an idiot! This warden is stupid. Okay. So, this warden has progressive policies. One of them... Is that he tapes... 
he puts a video camera in an inmate cell just before they're going to be released to evaluate how reformed they are. And the tape captured Penguin spilling a bunch of crap about trying to figure out a plan. And at one point, his henchman, who is his cellmate for some reason, asks, What if Batman was a crook like us? And this gives Penguin an idea, but then the camera's pointed out to him, and he's like, Ugh, sorry, Batman, you're gonna have to figure out the rest of my plan on your own! <laughs> and then it just takes out the camera. The point of this is, clearly Penguin is not reformed at all. And the Warden is surprised by this. So... He never... Observed Penguin himself. Or looked at the footage from his cell... Until now. Hmm. Yeah, this warden's a goddamn moron. He's an idiot. He's just so stupid. <sighs> whatever. Whatever, whatever. And there's a whole thing of, I'm surprised the penguin got released at all. And everyone's surprised at Robin for saying that because... It's the law. Once someone served their debt to society, they have to be released. Uh, whatever. This warden's an idiot. That's what you should take away from this scene, is the warden is a goddamn moron. Laughably so. It's hilarious. Also, apparently the TV camera is cinematic. Because <laughs> like, it moves like a professionally done camera. Like, it cuts to other shots like this one camera apparently is able to capture multiple angles and pan along with penguin and <laughs> this is a very cinematic hidden camera <laughs> so that idea of it's a prank bro is completely demolished immediately and it's at this point, we cut to the penguin in his lair, and we figure out what his plan is. Nothing. He's just going to do a bunch of seemingly unrelated, umbrella-related attacks until Batman overthinks it and comes up with a caper for him. You know what? That's along the lines of the villain's plans in this. I'll I'll go with it. I'll... I'll 100% go with it, whatever, it's, it's a 1966 Batman villainous plot, which is really outlandish and stupid and relies on all the coincidence in the world, and honestly, that's kind of why I love it. <laughs> it's such a stupid plan, but it works so well with this series. So, Batman immediately had the idea 
to look at Umbrella Factories opened in the past few days. They find one in the name of KG Bird, which O'Hara completely missed. Like the moron that he is. So they go to the Umbrella Factory of KG Bird, confront Penguin, and Penguin's like, Look, I only make the umbrellas. What they do once they leave isn't my problem. And this is after Batman and Robin listed a bunch of charges that are totally legitimate under the circumstances. They have more than enough reason to believe that Penguin is in charge of this. All they need is a freaking warrant to search the shop and... And not even a warrant because they're vigilantes. All they need is to search his shop and they'll know. They'll have all the proof they need. But despite all the circumstantial evidence that says they're on the right track, Batman and Robin are like, Damn! We have nothing. We can't get him on this. He's right. This is the bizarro world that Batman lives in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's that. And then immediately after they leave, immediately after they leave, Penguin launches a giant umbrella. A giant umbrella on the roof. With a tiny little umbrella attached to, uh, to the handle. And, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what this scene is. Their first thought is it's probably gonna explode. And Robin gets on a bullhorn just like, back up, it could be explosive. Uh, and then... They find out it's not explosive, but they see the regular-sized umbrella on the handle of the giant umbrella. So Robin has to hold it steady while Batman climbs up the giant handle to get the regular-sized umbrella. It's so stupid. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The regular-sized umbrella is... It says on the thing, like, it's a special bat umbrella. Compliments of KG Bird. It's just like, well, okay, well, we got enough evidence. We have enough evidence. Like, mm. <laughs> they paint themselves into impossible corners in this show in order to pad things out. It's absurd, and I love it. But, oh, I should mention, apparently there's work being done upstairs. As I'm just now hearing, so you're going to hear that. You're going to hear some hammering every once in a while. Screw you, assholes. But anyway, the Umbrella Factory thing happens, and they go back to the Batcave to analyze the Umbrella. Alfred's cleaning the nuclear power source from the last episode that Molly died in. Which apparently has a safety lock feature. So. 
did they just install that after the Molly thing? Or was that there before? Because either way, poor planning on Batman's part. Either A, that was put there way too late. Or B, that was there when the girl was about to die and he just never thought to activate it. Either way, Batman's an idiot, but that's not the point. They analyze the umbrella. Nothing. Nothing's on it. It's just a big crap load of nothing. Uh, and then they have the idea of, oh, why don't we place a bug in the umbrella factory? And the bug, by the way, is a literal bug. It's a spider. It has a microphone and a transmitter in it. Blah, blah, blah. And, of course, Penguin's going to be on guard with Batman. So he's going to go as Bruce Wayne. Which is a totally foolproof plan. And then, uh... So he goes in as Bruce Wayne, tries to plant the bug, but apparently... Apparently has an anti-bug device. Not sure how that works, but okay. He has an anti-bug device... And he captures Bruce Wayne. There's an alarm. There's a net. Overkill, if you ask me. Uh, knocks him out. And Penguin's like, yeah, deal with this. Uh, probably a rival Umbrella Corporation. Why not? I'm not sure why that is, this is the immediate assumption instead of, oh, he's working for Batman or is Batman. No one thinks of this at any point, but... Whatever. Who cares? So his goons take him down to a little conveyor belt thing, which leads into a furnace. Uh, one of the goons says, Man, it's a shame it's not Batman. Wink, wink. Uh, so now Bruce Wayne's on this incredibly, incredibly slow conveyor belt to his fiery demise. And then cliffhanger! Episode ends, and... Tune in tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, <laughs> that, um, that was an episode. All of these are episodes, really. Just big head scratchers of what the hell is happening. Uh, yeah. That's it. Favorite the station? Anchor.fm. Slash TV Archive. So you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through all the episodes of this series. Feel free to call into the station as well using the Anchor app. It's as simple as one push of a button. I will play those from time to time if those come in. Uh, you can also find the show as a podcast. On pretty much whatever podcasting app you uh, you prefer. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 4. Talk to you then.